Ladies and gentlemen, we have reached a major anniversary. Forty years ago, a Congressional Commission revealed to Americans how terrible their public schools had become. This shocking report, titled A Nation at Risk, the Imperative for Educational Reform, announced that, open quote, the educational foundations of our society are presently being eroded by a rising tide of mediocrity that threatens our very future as a nation and a people. If an unfriendly foreign power had attempted to impose on America the mediocre educational performance that exists today, we might well have viewed it as an act of war. The 1983 report by the National Commission on Excellence in Education is a landmark in American educational history. The report contributed to the ever-growing assertion that American schools were failing, and it touched off a wave of local, state, and federal efforts. Yes, a wave perhaps, but we need a tsunami. The professors of education squirmed their way into the foundations of the country, and every day, while pretending to care about improving education, they've labored to come up with clever new ways to make everything worthless. This 40-year-old document serves a wonderful purpose. It writes our decline in stone, as it were. No one can dispute that things were so bad by 1983 that a large group of congressmen spent months investigating the depths we had descended to. A nation at risk cited statistics such as, open quote, the average achievement of high school students on most standardized tests is now lower than 26 years ago when Sputnik was launched. The SCT demonstrated a virtually unbroken decline from 1963 to 1980. Average verbal scores fell over 50 points and average mathematics scores dropped nearly 40 points. It's important to understand that America didn't casually walk off a cliff. Decay and decline in the school system has been in progress for 100 years. John Dewey started things off circa 1910, building lots of so-called progressive ed schools and emphasizing in classrooms what were called activities. Note that an activity is not the same as learning French or biology. An activity is anything that sounds important to parents but has little academic content. Basically, we had death by a million cuts as a multitude of professors found ingenious new ways to justify burying this and killing that. This was a defamation as fantastic and unimaginable as a Machiavellian prince turned into a seven-legged frog. Every molecule has to be involved in changing colors and switching sides. Contemplating this fantastical process, I remembered the word transmogrification, a word I can hardly pronounce, never used, and hardly understood. But now I realize that this big pretentious word was the only word in English that actually conveys the size and complexity of our school transformation from something good to something mediocre. In 1931, the schools got rid of phonics and thus literacy. 
1962 came new math, which was an attempt to destroy traditional arithmetic and make kids learn stupid stuff like the lattice method. Constructivism got rid of direct instruction and is a massive across-the-board corruption. And all the little things that encourage children to achieve have simply been tossed out the window. Memorization, for example, homework, mastering material instead of just skimming over it, classrooms that are safe and orderly. No easy remedy exists for what we have suffered. Namely, our schools are largely engaged in a Soviet-style indoctrination. Inf compare an infestation of termites or, or crabgrass. Hundreds of bogus ideas are interconnected in a matrix, and each dumb idea reinforces all the others. Make no mistake, woke is just cute commie code for what we've had for a hundred years. Foreign powers are meddling in our schools, and the prince is no longer princely. The frog is quite a hoot if you don't mind pond scum. Traditional notions of scholarship, research, precision, and factuality are mangled as we see throughout the culture. The White House lies every day, as does the New York Times. I'm worried that the educational system is gen in general now is so enfeebled we might not recover the ground we have lost. Active war is not a mere metaphor. We have millions of walking wounded, Americans who can hardly read or do arithmetic. They know only negligible geography, science, history, literature, and the rest of it. For a good summary of what happened to us and suggestions on what to do, please take a look at an article titled K-12, The War Against Children. Thank you. Overview. Let's fix education explores seven of my favorite themes. First, this podcast is a meditation on what I call the K-12 crime scene. So many destructive ideas. Understanding them is the key to fixing them. Two, by doing that we will have better schools at less cost. Three, nothing much changes decade to decade. The big questions of the 1930s were the big questions of the 1960s and the 1990s. Any subject we discuss can easily intersect with any other subject. Most people instinctively want traditional education, but the education establishment fills classrooms with progressive gimmicks. The result is that we have a standoff, and that's why you run into the same ideas over and over. Four. The big brains in education keep t telling students, don't bother memorizing this or that. You can look it up later. B.B. King, comma, the great guitarist, is much smarter. He said, the beautiful thing about learning is nobody can take it away from you. Five, Lenin's ghost wanders through our school system. The hard left thinks big. If they have to kill millions of people to build their perfect society, that's okay. Same goes for dumbing down millions of students. Totalitarians want power. They will do anything to get it. Six, if we are going to survive, we have to take each child to his or her limit. As it is, we are creating millions of subeducated students from K right through college. Seven, analyzing education, especially dysfunctional education, 
is a lot more intellectually interesting than most people suppose. You'll enjoy this. Finally, P.S. My book, Saving K-12, runs parallel to everything discussed on this podcast. I also have an education site, improve-education.org, with 70 articles that complement everything discussed here. And I have hundreds of articles on the Internet. Enter a topic in Google with my full name, Bruce Dietrich Price, and let Google make suggestions. Thank you for visiting.